Wayne's World. Hello, Entrepreneurial Connections Movement. Renee Rebar here, and I have my special guest, Alexa Big War. Oh, hi. Hello. So now tell me where you are today. I am currently in Columbia, South Carolina, locked down in my home. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the weather like today? Is it it's, it's, it's spring has sprung where you live now? Is that right? Uh, yes <clears throat> and no. Spring is always really crazy here. So we go up from like yesterday, it was up in the like um, low 80s, and today it's back in the 60s again. And so we're kind of up and down, but at least it's not thunderstorming. We had a thunderstorm that was so bad, not yesterday, but the day before. The house was shaking from the thunder. <laughs> it, was, it, was like, it went on for three hours. I was like, we are truly at the end of days. <laughs> we are just all about to die. <laughs> this is it. This is it, guys. <laughs> We're at the end. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. It's, it's crazy times. Crazy times. So oh my I'm thankful that you're willing to come on. For those of you who uh, don't know uh, me, my name is Renee Rebar. I am the hostess of this, of this group. And I hope we know each other, but we might not because we've had a lot of new people join recently. Um, this is a great community for women business owners from around the world to connect and discuss all types of areas of business. I talk about sales because that's what I do. I teach people how to sell for themselves. Um, but I also am a customer of a lot of other businesses because I like to always work on my professional development. And so I am a former client of Alexa's. Um, and now my Alexa is going to start talking to me. <laughs> She's going to say... <laughs> happens regularly regularly right um, so I definitely know the uh, the the strength and uh, formulas that you have laid out and I absolutely love them you have helped me in so many ways Alexa so if you can share with the audience here those who don't know you a little bit about your background to kind of get started Sure. So my background is kind of fun, actually, and I like that you um, you say tell us what what people surprise what surprises people about you. And my background actually is what surprises people about me because before I became an accidental entrepreneur in the writing and publishing sphere, I actually worked in counterterrorism. And that usually just people who know my personality that always surprises people that I served in the military. I've been to Afghanistan and Iraq, and I pl I wrote my state's homeland security strategy and worked in counterterrorism. So, uh, which has nothing to do with where I am today, but it's a surprising fact. Um, so we just in a very brief nutshell, because you kind of have to understand what happened to me in my personal life to understand how I got here. Yeah. Um, I had two small children at that point in time. It was a crazy work. I was traveling a lot, doing a lot of stuff, um, ultra paranoid, as you might imagine. And I, I decided I wanted to be home with my kids. And I had been a stay at home mom for about a month when I found I was pregnant with um, not only one, but two babies. <laughs> so I was about working full-time and trying to figure out how to be home with two kids to having four children and under and that was super exciting but <laughs> we found out that the babies uh, were very sick syndrome called twin to twin transfusion syndrome we went through a really really long deal which is actually very similar to what's happening right now we didn't know how bad it was good we didn't know how long it was going to go <clears> on <throat> we didn't know what the outcome was going to be this is very uh, a little bit this scenario in life is a little bit triggering for me right now but anyway babies were born early uh, they were both very very sick one of them spent 12 weeks in the queue and is now a very very healthy eight-year-old and the other one passed away two days after they were born and um how that led me to where I am today is that I took to blogging and writing as a way to 
heal, as a way to express my emotions, mm-hmm. as a way to do all of these things. I wound up um, pulling together and um, coordinating writing and self-publishing a book for grieving mothers. Mm-hmm. And I really fell in love with the publishing process. And so I kind of got a bug a bug in me at that point in time. And I continued to do more books. And as I continued to publish other books, people started coming to me and saying, how are you doing this? I've always wanted to write a book. How do I do it? What do I do? And a business naturally bloomed around it. Yes. I love it. And a podcast. Yes. <laughs> and a podcast and a mom blog and a, and like seven other things and a nonprofit for grieving mothers and all kinds of phenomenal stuff that keeps me very busy. Yes. So if you're listening to this live or on the replay, if you've ever wanted to write a book, tell us yes book in the comments and um, we can definitely continue to follow up with you on that. If you've ever wanted to start a nonprofit, if you've ever wanted to talk about what a, what a podcast would look like, Alexa can speak to these. She's a multi-passion entrepreneur and above all else, she is kind and caring and empathetic. Um, but also in combination with that, having been a former client, I tell you, she is very clear on processes. So whether that's your background in the military combined with your passion and your big heartedness, um, I absolutely loved the pa- the processes. So I know that you do lots of things for your clients, but you mentioned processes. So um, what are some processes that or some questions that would help us start to process maybe the idea of hmm, going from I want to write a book to maybe starting that book, maybe step one and two. Okay. So first of all, I think it's important for people to realize, um, as you have discovered that it's a time consuming project. Even if you're hiring a ghostwriter, like there's still a lot of time and energy that goes into that. So for me, it's really, it's really important for people to kind of prioritize where this is going to fall in their lives because they have, you have to make it a priority or it will never get finished. It will never get written. It will never get finished. So, you know, being clear on, is this something I can take on? right now for example i've been working with a client um we've been doing uh coaching sessions basically to help bring the book out of her Mm -hmm. but she started showing up at the sessions and she hadn't done anything she had done her homework she was showing up and finally we just had to have a tough love session and i was like look let's put this you're getting married you're buying a house now we've got this virus that's crazy i was like i know you want this book to come out and it's important but i don't think now is your time Mm -hmm. so let's regroup again in three months when all of these things are done and we'll start and we'll pick up and we'll move there but it has to be a priority to her the thing that i've gotten better about over the last few years is making sure that i'm a little bit tougher with people because i used to just be like oh okay we can, we can get back together next week and we'll see if you've finished it yet. And I and I found that it does not, it does nobody any good to just string along a process that the time is not right for. Right. So you either have to decide, yes, I'm going to do it and I'm going to make it a priority and I'm going to figure out a way, or you need to say, yeah. maybe a book's not the right thing for me to right now. Right. Well, cause the idea is we can't write a book in our spare time. Like that's right. You're not going to accidentally find time in our already jammed up mom wife caregiver (laughs) like to sleep like to eat person you can't there's no extra time in our day so it's about prioritizing and structuring time and you are very good with timelines and having been a client you're like if you start here if you want this to be your launch date these are all the dates you have to meet so you're very, very good with deadlines but the reality is yeah that writing a book is an emotional process even if it's a nonfiction book right 
you know, to, to that point, what you said a minute ago as well, like we're all entrepreneurs in here. So I think we can see through some of the BS. We know that there's no such thing as passive income. The passive income is like five years of work that finally just clicked. Right. But, um, totally. you know, it gets really frustrating to see these, these coaches out there selling these programs. Well, we'll write your book. You can have your book written and published, but by from Friday to Monday and make $10,000 on Tuesday. And I'm like, that's just such crap. It's just, it just, it just, no, that doesn't happen. It could happen, but only if you have a million people already on your email list. Right. It can happen if you're like Gary V. Exactly. exactly. It, for him. Exactly. Yeah. He's your example. Okay. That makes sense. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and so Should never be your mark. <laughs> I know. So having that time set aside, what about choosing a topic? A lot of times people say, I want to write a book, but I don't know what to write about first because they have like, I could write about this. I could write about that. What's the process you well, or questions you ask them about that? That's so kind to pull through. You had a system. You already had the book. It was just burst all over the place right. you know so there's two ways you can approach it you can say what is your what do you already have available to make this as easy as possible right. for your first time out the door right. if it's something that you're using to make yourself the the undeniable expert authority in your field or whatever you know let's start right. there let's pull together what you already have but sometimes people's heart is just pulling them a totally different direction right um and 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 you can spend a year trying to write a book that you just just keep wandering away from so you know it's it's one of those things like it doesn't really matter what your head is saying right now yeah. what is your instinct telling you what's pushing that fire right so yeah because you've written books on lots of different subjects can you share with us some of the books that you've authored I I know you personally you're very P.S. Guys, if you don't know Alexa yet, you gotta click on her profile and start following her around. You will fall in love. She, she has, you're, she's like an onion. Like an onion. You're like, what? Oh my gosh! Like Alexa, you could have like seriously like a, a video cam. Alexa's world. I want to live in it. So. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, man. You are really like lifting my vibe, oh. lifting my spirit today. I love it. Um, okay, so I've done a number of different things. What's on? The funny thing is, what's on my heart really? Right? right now is a fiction book and I'm trying to take advantage of some of this um, slower business time, if you will, because of the nature of my business, you know, and if people are struggling with finances and what's going to happen, right. I'm the first to go, which is just kind of the reality of the nature of the business, but that's okay because I'm looking at it in a Pollyanna perspective and I'm saying, you know what, you've wanted to write this world fiction book based yes. in France for three years. Yes. Never have the time because you're always helping everybody else write their books. So that's where I'm going. But my first book was a book for grieving mothers to help yeah. to help grieving mothers through the process to find hope and light and encouragement again. And then we started. I connected with another blogger and we wrote a book for moms called "Lose the Cape: Realities for Busy Modern Moms and Strategies to Survive." Yeah. And we built kind of a little franchise off of that. We've got four books in that series, and they're Love always it. a lot of fun to do. Um, let's see. I've done. <laughs> oh, I've, I've written books on writing and publishing yes. and marketing. Duh. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's, that's an area that I'm always trying to expand in. And I've got another bo uh, marketing book on pre-order now, Ditch the Fear and Just Market It. So that's coming in. Love it. I may speed the timeline up. It wasn't supposed to come out until June, but I feel like right now people are in a 
in kind of that that they want to get into their marketing right now and get things ready for their launches. So I may speed up the timeline on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on a journal, um, a very like uh, a journal for grieving mothers to for activities to do mm-hmm. throughout the day to kind of progress them in their healing. So I have a lot of I have a lot of um, what's it called things in the fire irons in the fire yeah irons in the fire. But, <laughs> You're creative. Um, you I mean, know. that's it. You, your mind, like, and I wanted you to share that because I know that you have this wide breadth and depth of topics that you can, that you can and have written on. And I hope that by sharing that with the audience, that those who are listening now know they don't have to pick one genre. They don't have no. to pick one area. No. So even Absolutely if the first book is about something that is content that you've already created, and that's not necessarily your passion, let's get the first book out of the way. Because one thing you've told many times and I didn't believe it at first I was like no this is gonna be it this is good I'll take the box I'm good is once you write one book it's about it's about writing multiple books like right. you can it, oh, it kind of breaks the seal right right and so right. To, to really plan on this is just just do it because this is just one of many that's right I mean, and not only from a perspective well from from a couple different perspectives um really you don't if if being an author is an important thing to you which a lot of entrepreneurs do pride themselves on being authors you don't really see that whether it's a fiction but what for most genres you don't really see that kickback in authorship until you hit about the third book like then you get you have a backlist you have other things people find you because of one book they go to another one you can sell other books because you know and it just starts going around and around and around and you see this even with the michael hyatt's of the world and people like that who are constantly putting books out there the other thing is that people like to consume information in different ways so if you're selling a coaching program or something that's super high end i mean if you're selling a five thousand dollar coaching program Mm -hmm. and then you have a sixteen dollar book that teaches the same kind of thing i mean you you open up your door for so many different things so i mean I think I kind of just segued myself onto something entirely different there. But the point is like once you, once you crack the code on how to make a book part of a stream of revenue for you, like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like, Oh, okay, well I could do this. And Oh, by the way, Oh, look at what um, Dave Ramsey just did. His book is basically the transcript of his program. So, you know, but people will only buy the $19 book and some people will do that, you know, so there's, there's, it's, it's fine. There's lots of opportunities. Right. It makes it accept. It makes the theories and the trainings that that person has made is, is speaking on accessible to everyone. Exactly. It's the same thing. How how much access do you want to that person? And that's the level of payment, really, yes, right? You want to read so about true. it on your own couch or on the beach? That's a book. You want to be able to talk to the person on Zoom or meet them in a, in a live conference? That's going to be five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars or more, right. depending right. on who it is. Yeah, should be, should be, should be. Some of us haven't quite gotten there yet, but we will one day. (laughs) (laughs) You are so funny. So like, that's the thing is like, I just want to say to the people that are listening, one of the first things that, that Alexa really laid down for me was the marketing of book. And so beyond just the craft of writing, because like she said, there's a thousand ways to skin the cat. There's a thousand ways to get your ideas out into the world packaged up ideas. You've already had ideas that are on your heart and the idea is, is that you don't want to open up the, the book. You don't want the book to just be a book that nobody ever reads. Right. 
Yeah. So, okay. There's a couple ways to, to think about this. So if you've already done the work to build your audience and you want kind of that first out the door, like um, what can be an amazing tool as a gift to people in your community yes. for, so that you can use it as that way. And you can use it to get your book out into the community. You can use it as a bonus to a program yeah. or an upsell to something like there's all kinds of things that you can do that way. So in that sense, you already have the community that you're providing it to. But for most entrepreneurs, the book is the gateway to building a bigger community. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, you want to do, you want to put that time and energy into researching the same way you would if you were targeting Facebook ads, like how yeah. do you make sure that book gets in front of the right people? And how do you make sure that those people are downloading it and getting it and sharing it and doing all that kind of, kind of stuff for you? Um, I'm a big proponent of giving a lot for free, probably more than I should, but I know that it's opened up many, many doors for people that would have yes. never followed me if they'd had to pay for everything. Right. And sometimes it's two or three years later, I get an email from something. This just happened to me. This woman signed up for my program and she said, I've been following everything you do for three years and the time is finally right. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> Right. I'm glad you joined for free three years ago and that you've been, you know, following along. So I love it. And that is the journey I, that, that of a long-term consistent business. That is what is built over time. Like we said, there's no, there's the overnight successes. I used to love that show on MTV called behind the music. Do you remember uh -huh. that show? I Where do. You would, you would be like, oh, I'm like Led Zeppelin. And you're like, they were like an overnight hit. No, right. they lived no. on out of their van for 10 years. And, you know, they had all these hardships and all these struggles and all these mountains to climb. And because they were willing to do that, they are now Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you know, I mean. My, my favorite example of this in the book writing, Andrew, is going to crack you up probably. Oh, but it's E.L. James who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey. Ah, yes, so let's hear it. Yeah, so many people just think that Fifty Shades of Grey was an overnight success. She was an unknown author that just came out of the blue and wound up on the number one on the bestseller list for like 36 weeks. I can't remember what it was. The longest time an author has ever been at the top of the list, right? Well, in reality, I was curious about this because in my marketing, I wanted to teach right. my, um, my clients like, how do you get that level of success? How yeah. does that happen? So I'm going to go look at the book that I know to be the biggest like boom. And it turns out that she'd spent like years writing her book on fan fiction sites and getting her content out there for free and building up this audience, building up this audience. By the time a, a publisher, she already self-published the book, um, the publishers were hearing so much about it because that's what everybody was reading and talking about. It landed in the right person's hands. But by the time her book launched through this publisher, she had 5 million fans from reading on these fan fiction sites. Right. And they're such loyal fans, they all bought the book. Right. And in every format. Even though they've already, already bought it or they already had it over here, it's that right. is, you are, oh my gosh, yes, they just want that. They, they'll buy the same information yes. in different forms. Yes. Yes. And yes. this is this is the perfect segue, and I asked you about this before we came on, about publishing regularly. It yes. doesn't necessarily have to be a book. It, it, right. All those little blog posts, I say little, some of them are epic. Right. All of the, <laughs> that you've written, right? Like all of those pieces of, all those journal pages, all those blog posts, even social posts, some of those long form posts could be the making of your next or first book. So keep Absolutely. publishing, keep documenting, especially now. 
Like you said, you have a journal coming out about, you know, for grieving mothers. I think a lot of us, like, are grieving right now. We're grieving a lot of oh my things. Gosh, our freedoms, yes. our abilities to leave the house and just go to the park and play in the swings. We can't do it. I mean, so, if you haven't already thought this, this is an amazing time to create content for a book for going forward. Because guess yeah. what? Everything is shifting from yeah. this event. Yeah. Now it's, you know, how to prepare your business for a time when, you know, everything just explodes around you. What's happening? How to, what things, things I did, things that I wish I'd known before that I would do now to, to launch my business, to make sure I have safeties and uh, uh, protections mm -hmm. in place, whatever, whatever, yeah. even just like how on earth I survived and kept the business running with three kids home that I'm also now having to educate, which is scary. Um, <laughs> no, Carry the one. You know, all the mini meltdowns and breakdowns that have been happening in our house. And most of them mm -hmm. are me, not the children. <laughs> you know? So there's lots of content to pull from it, but also like to your point about pulling from what you already have right now, the, the, the writing is on the wall that nobody's investing, at least in my, not for some businesses are still doing amazingly, but yeah. for the community that I have, I work with lots of very young entrepreneurs that don't have a lot of excess money. I work with a lot of stay at home moms or, um, you know, moms that are exploring business opportunities, all of this stuff. So in my sphere of influence right now, everybody's clamping down. Um, not only financially, but mentally, they just uh, don't have the capacity okay. to do it right now. So I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I have, I mean, blog posts out the yin yang, um, uh, interviews, all this kind of stuff. I'm compiling all of it and I'm putting it into a book that I can sell for $2 and 99 cents right. on ebook and getting it out there so that they can still have the information. They can consume it when they want and they don't have to pay thousands of dollars to work through that process. Absolutely. But you're taking all the effort that you've already done. You've already done the interviews. Exactly. You've already written the blog posts. This is content that already has been created, packaging it up and putting it into a new order so that they can have a new experience with the same content. And the thing is, like, like you said, when people will come back to you when they're looking for the how to do it, I mean, yeah. I, I give them the how and the what, but even yeah. so I like to use this sample. I like to use this example. When I, I took calculus for some ungodly known reason in college, I didn't need it. I don't know why my advisor told me to take it. It's one of two C's that I got in my entire college career. I hated it. Anyway, I showed up at class took calculus, I would sit there and I'd watch him work the problem on the board. He showed me exactly. He made it from this step to this step to this step. I was like, that makes sense to me. I got it. He showed me. I never did my homework. We showed up on test day and for the life of me, I had no idea how to get from step one to two to three, even though he had told me every day for weeks. Right. right. And that's kind of the thing. Like when it comes, if you're worried about telling all, putting all your knowledge and giving it to somebody in a book, well, first of all, not everybody can take the book and and apply it i mean julie gives us everything I know. Gives every, she tells us how to do everything with sales funnels and all these things for mm -hmm. the life of me i'm staring at my funnel going <laughs> uh oh i don't know what to do you know so people still come if they want to do it right. they will come back to you they they, they yes. will get your help um except for the hardcore DIYers and then they're never going to buy it. So it's just anyway, you know, right. keep giving them the two ninety nine books and, and count it as a success. <laughs> exactly. So for those individuals, like I have a lot of clients who have done summits and they've, you know, in essence, they could create like an anthology. Right. Exactly. Oh my goodness. I have five years worth of interview. Like if there's it, it, so much content, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so much. <laughs>
content, right? So much content. Right. I love it. I love it. So you've given us such good pointers, such good experiences. And so for those of you listening live, I can see we've got, you know, we've gone back and forth between, you know, like 10 to two and everybody, I know we've, everybody's, we're all homeschooling. We're all at home. We're all like, what the? Um, and all of a sudden, everybody that we've ever known is going live on their Facebook page. So it's like, live, 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 live. <laughs> like, That's what true. is happening? <laughs> I mean, do you see this too? Like, it makes me feel like I'm crazy. Like, the pinging all over the place. I'm like, I have to turn everything off. Oh my God, I'm so dying. I'm that person. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm also like an extrovert, so I'm dying for like interactions. I'm like, please, let's just interview each other all day. I'm having every day. my coffee, everybody. Let's have coffee together on Facebook Live. <laughs> like I poured in the creamer. I know. <laughs> Who else is having coffee today? <laughs> That's so me. Oh my God. Call me out. I love it. I love it. So like that all being true. Yes. Lots going on. If you are listening to this live or on the replay and you have, we got people laughing at them. If you have questions, about a book or if you have topics or ideas, just write the word book in the comments, just type the word book and we'll know that this was something that we want, that you want to hear more about. Um, Alexa has this breadth and depth of experience and this kind heartedness and <clears throat> I truly, truly respect and love her methodologies and theories and how she does business. So thank you Alexa for coming today and spending that thank time with you. us. And this for those of you listening, thank you. I hope to hear more from you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you.